cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. Hi, hi, hi. Um, hi. Hi. I am Harper. I'm Jonathan. And this is Hot Guys. Authentic knowledge and feelings. I feel it. I feel it. Yeah, I know where you're going with this. You want a little clip that makes everybody laugh and feel good. You know what I mean? Instead, it's like, whoa. But I'm really not. No, 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 no. What? <laughs> And today we have a very super special guest with us. It's our dear friend, Kaylee Corbett. Hello. Hello. How how are you? I'm pretty good. I think this is the longest I've gone without seeing you in person since I've known you. I know. I think so too. Yeah, because we have our weekly Riverdale usually. Yeah. And then if not that, then we find something else to do. (laughs) Um, Yeah. No, it's, it's definitely an adjustment. Yeah. yeah, I also haven't talked to people in general in a while, so hello. Yeah. <laughs> hello! Um, oh yeah, I guess I haven't talked to you in like two weeks out loud. Yeah, yeah. at least. Wow. Is that how long <laughs> it's been? Two weeks? Since this whole well, thing Well, no, we've, started, this is day 20 since we've been inside. Really? Yeah. That's a lot of days. It is a lot of days. It is, yeah. I don't know how many it's been for me. I went to Starbucks today mm-hmm. to a drive there and they also had like a little like built stand where you could go and get um, mobile orders. Mm-hmm. So I did interact with the barista there. It was a very exciting experience. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I um, went to CVS today and I interacted with someone too. Nice. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> Um, yeah, because I, I got a bottle of wine while I was getting other things there, and then nice. there was no, uh, there was no barcode to scan on the wine, so then I had to show him where the wine was, so we really went on a whole adventure <laughs> in the CVS. Oh, no. That's okay. <laughs> but from a safe, uh, from a social safe distance, and we were both wearing masks, it's Oh, fine. that's good. Yeah. 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 I keep forgetting to wear a mask when I leave my house, in a way. Really yeah. Need to do that. yeah. I have one. I have a few. Nice. But I'll just be outside and then realize that everybody else around me is wearing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forgot to wear gloves today, which I feel like I was in a CVS like touching things, you know. Yeah, I haven't I... been anywhere that I touched anything yet. Yeah. It's been like around the block and then to Starbucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um well, good check in. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you got it. You got to see you, just yeah. how everyone's doing. You know? Yeah, so much is changing. Uh, this is going to come out in like a week, so you know I'm sure everything will be totally different by yeah. then. Uh, something drastic will have happened. Um, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Ethan Hawke. Um, so Kaylee, what's your relationship like with Ethan Hawke and his work? Okay, um, so the first movie that I have like remember acknowledging him in was Daybreakers mm-hmm. I think before that I had at least seen Gattaca maybe a couple others but Daybreakers was the first one where I was like oh goddamn, who is this man <laughs> and then I was obsessed with him and every time I think about that I think I was like 13 but mm-hmm. I was not I was like graduating high school when I saw that movie and I just loved yeah. it so much 
Um, but I don't know if I've seen that many since then. I saw Reality Bites with you. Mm-hmm. Just mostly see him like as an actor in the world more than in his movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Well, yeah. This is solid choices all around. Yeah. Daybreakers, <laughs> Gattaca, you yeah. know. Good time. Yeah. I've never seen a Dead Poet Society. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it. I, I would recommend it if you're like, <laughs> you know, looking for something to watch while you're inside. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like a nice it's movie. Nice, it's yeah, nice. It's nice. It's not like, you know. It's not the greatest the movie greatest, I've ever seen. Yeah, but but some, some people definitely overhype it, but. Yeah. I think it's like if you were like a theater kid in high school, you know, and then you saw it like if if you saw it in that context, like it's a powerful film, but in any other context, (laughs) like it's fine. Or you just have a lot of feelings. Yeah, that too. (laughs) Feelings are good, though. Um, Sorry. Huge shout out to like all of the teens that followed our Instagram because they love Dead Poet Society. That's a a big. I do see that. Yeah, that's a a big following of ours. So um, shout out. We love you. We should have Teen Corner. We should have like Teen Teen Corner Corner. segment on our our show. And it'll be like as out of touch as anything called Teen Corner could be. (laughs) Yeah. With the girl that runs the Dead Poet Society memes account. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I do hear like a. Yeah, do you hear that? Like it's a, like, a, like a. It sounds like a whirring noise. Yeah, like a saw or a. Um, it might be the fan on my computer. Oh, interesting. It's very loud. But okay. it only. But it only happens, happens when, sometimes. But maybe the computer is just like. No, it doesn't. It's been happening other times. Oh, really? That's what I was. Yeah, I think I'm just sensitive, so oh, okay. I heard it more than you did. Is it happening right now? See, I oh, just hear it when see, she yeah, talks. Yeah, then it happened yeah. when you talk. Yeah, that's okay. Well, it's fine. Whatever. Uh, okay. You know, we're we're recording remotely. It's quarantine. Yeah. It's Corona rules. You know. <laughs> exactly. Corona you rules. You got it. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah, I'm drinking a White Claw right now. It's oh, it's that's fine. It's three fifty six on a Saturday. Why not? You know. <laughs> I started drinking. Yeah, it's Saturday. Yeah, it is Saturday. I did start drinking at two p.m. yesterday on a Friday. Well, that was a Friday. Yeah. So. So. Also, yeah. Yeah. Good. So quarantines. That's so true. So the movie we're here to talk about today, though, is Sinister. So had you seen this movie before? Yeah. Um, yeah, I had seen Sinister. Oh, I guess I could have said that about my Ian Hawk relationship. <laughs> I've definitely seen Sinister. Um, I don't think I was, like, very aware of Ethan Hawke when I saw it. Like, it, I wasn't like, oh, I'm going to see this Ethan Hawke movie. Mm-hmm. I think it was just a horror movie, and I didn't really realize that it was even Mm-hmm. I started to become more ready than I from this podcast mostly. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so you're 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 into horror movies, you would say? Yeah, I'm the horror friend. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little bit of pressure about that, so I do want to make the disclaimer that the first time I saw this movie, I saw it like alone in my apartment in the middle of the night, like by myself, just watching many horror movies. Mm-hmm. This time, I watched it in daylight with my boyfriend because I was scared. <laughs> yeah. so a lot has changed since I was like an authority on horror movies, but I do really love them. Mm-hmm. I watch a lot of them. Um, what are your favorites? Um, my favorite movie of all time is The Shining, mm-hmm. but I don't usually consider it a horror movie. Usually, when people ask me that, I say like uh, The Exorcist. I really like all of the Saw movies. I like everything Wes Craven's ever done. So Scream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, I'll just do it all that. Yeah. Nice. 
Um, I feel like I should say that I am not big on horror movies. In fact, I would go so far as to say I hate horror as a <laughs> yeah. genre. It's um not something I feel like I enjoy spending my time on because like it's like I don't like roller coasters for the same reason like I don't want to like spend my time being anxious or upset yeah you know well that's why this movie is especially scary to me because I like horror more in the context of it really being horror but this movie is a lot of just scary pictures and those really scare me yeah definitely so um yeah, so basically the plot of this movie is we are with Ethan Hawke, who's a writer again, um, and he writes like true crime novels, basically. Yeah. Um, and he and his family move into this house, which is like a murder house, a place where a horrific crime took place. And um, he's trying to write a novel about it because they, he thinks that the cops didn't solve it correctly. And, um, yeah, it's spooky AF, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, spooky. Yeah, so the movie, like, opens on footage of, peop- of like, of four people hanging from a tree. And then you're like, oh, okay, I see where this is going. The snuff films in this movie, to me, are definitely the scariest part. Yeah. I think they're so scary. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, yeah, I definitely like any time he started watching one, I covered my eyes, but then I uh-huh. peeked through a little bit because I have a responsibility to watch every Ethan Hawke movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to see him react. Yeah. To these yeah, I was curious. If, I was curious if you would be more afraid during the snuff films or the paranormal stuff. I think I was mostly afraid in this movie uh, anytime he was walking around his house in the dark. Yeah, like <laughs> he just and kept why doing it. Family, yeah, his family just always slept completely through it. Where were they the whole night, every night? Yeah, um, yes. Well, except for there are a couple exceptions to that actually. Where so he has yeah. a son and a daughter, and the son, um, you know, he's like a preteen, I think, because he's like always very, uh, you know, talking back to his parents. And um, and he has long, cool hair. <laughs> and um, so, but apparently he has night terrors and they really get way worse once the family moves into this house. The murder house, yeah. Like, why would you... I understand that Ethan Hawke didn't believe in the supernatural before this, but why would you move your child, even if there's no supernatural element, yeah. your child who suffers from night terrors, why would you move him into a house where a, like a horrible murder happened? Like, that just seems wrong. That's and, like, that's kids ho- being school. Yeah. That's horror movie kid logic, you know? <laughs> I mean horror movie people logic. People like, logic, yeah. People in horror movies are always making terrible decisions. Yeah. That is I think that is like a hallmark of a horror. A hallmark movies. of horror, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then he also has a daughter who's like kind of precocious and um we see her at the beginning, she's painting on her bedroom walls and like you know the second that she starts that you see that that there's gonna be something creepy. I feel like the drawings later. were already kind of creepy. They to begin were with. they were they like, like horses. They were like unicorns with like the same color horn as the body, which is disturbing to me. Like it was like They were like brown. all black. Yeah, black yeah. And, yeah, all black figures. And they were like kind of dripping. The paint was kind of running a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was already spooky to begin with. 
Um, yeah, and then also his wife is, uh, she's blonde and she's British, which I feel like feels really Ethan Hawke to have a blonde <laughs> European wife. <laughs> well, yeah, her accent is- was confusing to me because I didn't clock it until like well into the movie mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh, it's really strong. Yeah. And then yeah. it kind of, I forgot about it again. It was confusing yeah. to me. I mean, I'm sure that's her real voice, but like, it was just confusing. I don't know why. Definitely. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think he he's usually paired with like a blonde woman, right? Yeah. Do you, like Uma, um, mm-hmm. in real life, Uma and Ryan, and then also in the movies we have Uma, and then in his Julie uh, Delpy, Julie Delpy, and then um, his ex-wife and woman in the fifth was blonde. Um, yeah. I don't know. You could like list for days all oh, the blonde uh, women uh, he's been uh, <laughs> um, um, from uh, Boyhood. Right, Patricia Arquette. Arquette, Oh, and then also the other girl in um, Woman in the Fifth. He has two love interests. Well, he has three, and two of them are blonde. You know, so. Three if you count the The ex-wife. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway, so, yeah. So this felt really, like, in line. He's a writer. He has a blonde European wife. Like, it's all very Ethan He has a dad sweater. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That's, like... The, the thing I knew the most about Sinister going into it is that he wears that sweater and those glasses. Like, oh yeah, because I feel like it's like a really iconic image. It's like him. Yeah. It's specifically him holding up a photo, like looking at it with the glasses yeah. and the sweater. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a lot. It was the sweater was very large. I felt like like it felt like it went down to like mid thigh. Yeah, I think he needs to be comfortable because he's constantly working in his office. So he just likes so to true. be comfortable. So true. Something we can all relate to working from home now. Um, although I have been wearing real pants every day, I will say. Yes. I haven't worn real pants a single day. Yeah, I haven't worn a bra in 20 days. Me either. Yes. That's beautiful. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's honestly, like, it's so good. Like, it's I never so want to do it again. But, yeah, you know, I, yeah. Um, yeah, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, so they're moving into this house, and, um, he goes, like, there's not enough room in this house, and he puts something in the attic. Like, just don't go to the attic in a house. I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never lived in a place with an attic. Well, I guess we kind of have an attic here. We do, and we put some stuff in there. Well, you did. I'm not going up there. I don't want to die. Um... But, you know, attics and basements, like, you're just, like, asking to be haunted or something. Yeah. I actually sealed up my attic. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I put... Like, foam core and tape. That's smart. You're, you're, you're really on it. And I appreciate <laughs> that about you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so then he, like, he goes to the attic and he drops, like, a crate full of, like, records in there. And I was like, well, it's Ethan Hawke. He has a crate full of records. To put, um, in the attic. to put in the attic <laughs> and then there's a scorpion there that he kills yeah um which yikes yeah at that point i i don't know if we had any context for where they were so i couldn't figure out if that was a scoop a scoopy a scoopy, a scoopy <laughs> demon scorpion or uh-huh. if it was just like arizona <laughs> true yeah i think i think they're in are they in virginia maybe i think so yeah, yeah. It seems kind of like a cold place, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems kind of like, I don't know, East Coasty. It doesn't seem like somewhere where a scorpion would be. Yeah. Ultimately, but. Um, but yeah, and then while he's up there, he discovers his box full of old film reels, some Super 8 film. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
that's fun i thought i, I like i thought the the movies that he was watching was the scariest part of this movie i think yeah. once we once we started getting the uh the little kids running around Ugh, those kids it felt those more kids. like i don't know i that I, I that just wasn't that scary to me i don't know it but the yeah. the movies i thought was like that was like spooky i think the the movie kind of gets less spooky toward the end i felt like which yeah. often happens with when once you you know once the monster is revealed and you're like oh, totally especially this monster i don't want to get too ahead of ourselves but this monster is just the worst design yeah and it's scary because even hawk is scared so then you would go to these things and yeah, yeah so my thing yeah i think the reason why this is so effective is because the the monster who i guess we could just jump ahead his name's mr yeah. boogie yeah <laughs> yeah Bugula. um he is not super scary like just to look at he's so um, they designed him after like metal band <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he, he has like a deep like like a deep open shirt which was kind of surprising to me yeah. like that like he was supposed to be like kind of like a hot demon. Uh-huh. His yeah. shirts like his shirts like open down to like you know like middle of his chest. He's just a dude. Yeah. yeah, with like kind of a mask face. Yeah, um, I thought he looked spooky in like the little like the little like reflections that you see him in and stuff yeah, like that. Like that that was kind of cool. Spooky about that though is that you're you're not really fully seeing him. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I thought was really effective about this movie is like, you know, all the times that Ethan Hawk is like being haunted throughout the house, you actually you never see Mr. Boogie. And then what's scary about him in the films when you see him like in the reflection or, you know, yeah. it like on the side like barely visible is because he's bar- barely visible. And so he's just something unknown to you. And yeah, so that's, that's usually what's the scariest about any horror movie. So I think that's what makes the horror movie good. Usually is the balance between showing the scary thing and not showing the scary thing. You're not, not scary because you've shown it. Mm-hmm. Totally. Um, yeah, and then also about those, the film reels that he was watching, like, I did think they were scary, but at a certain point they just kind of stop being scary to me like i thought the first one was scary the I one where they're hanging yeah i thought they were all scary every time just okay Especially. so there's like one in particular where the family's faces are getting run over by a lawnmower yeah. no it's for me like i was like because they like amped it up so much you could hear yeah. the lawnmower going you saw that it was called like mowing the lawn yeah. or something and um and because Ethan Hawke's reaction was so big, he was, like, really freaked out, and he, like, flipped the table, you yeah. know, jumping away. But I was like, what did he expect? It was called mowing the lawn. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and he's seen, already seen so many Yeah. So for me, like, that's when it kind of stopped being, those movies stopped being scary to me. Also, I guess the the one where they were being dumped into the pool. I don't that know. Was I guess real, they- you guys. They literally strapped those actors to the lawn chairs and pulled them into the pool. Oh yeah, my I was God. thinking about that. I was wondering how yeah. they, they would have done that, which seems like that's, that's the only way to really do it. That is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just had to be, like, very careful mm-hmm. and safe, but how? Jeez. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that about real life, but 
you know i don't know why but there's something to me about like these actual like brutal crimes that aren't as scary to me as like the chill the spooky ghost children oh really yeah it's not as scary i mean i think it's because i've like watched like 10 seasons of criminal minds and i'm really yeah. big on svu you know law and order svu so yeah. like those things to me i'm like don't really bother me as much as like the supernatural stuff hmm yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think the kids were that scary. I don't know. Those kids freaked me the fuck out. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> interesting. Well, it's interesting that we have like totally different mm-hmm. takes on what we thought was scary. Yeah. Have you ever seen Milo? No, I haven't. What's up? Um, it's a like very bad horror movie, but I saw it in middle school at the right time, so it really got me. But there's a creepy kid in a yellow raincoat, mm. and oh yeah that reminds me the other thing that's like especially scary about this movie is that like you're watching him and the thing that's really kills you is like that he's being so dumb watching this video because you know as like the yeah. audience member that like something bad is going to happen to him because he's watching these videos. But then when you like step outside of that, like you are, you realize that you're watching this movie and you're doing the exact same dumb thing that he's doing, which is like an extra layer of freaky to me. Yeah. And I like that because it's just him. It's, it's always just you watching this thing, Mm -hmm. watching these things that you're calling him, but they're also scared by Mm-hmm. Spooky. Yeah. So this is like a Blumhouse movie. Yeah. This was like yeah. kind of early Blumhouse, right? Mm-hmm. I think this might have been um, one of the earlier movies that I remember like realizing that I really liked Blumhouse. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Seeking it out because of that. Nice. Yeah. What else was coming up? I mean, do you know? Uh, no. No? <laughs> yeah. I meant to look it up, but now so... I have my phone with me, apparently. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, oh, what? Yes, I did see the Invisible Man. That was one of the last movies Sorry. I thought I saw in theaters. Um, I I liked it. Again, I hate horror movies. Yeah. Um, but I thought that Elizabeth Moss was pretty good. Um. I liked the visuals of it. Like I liked the suit. Without saying too much. <laughs> um, I And, you know, I love Aldous Hodge. I kind of wish he had a little bit more to do in that movie. Yeah. Um, but I thought he was good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that it was like, I was pretty scared watching that movie until the end when everyone got just got like really excited and the whole audience was like just like applauding in the whole like the last 30 <laughs> minutes everyone was just like losing their minds so that was fun that was it's that's fun. kind of the nice thing about going to see a horror movie in the theaters is that like yeah, people totally. are there to have a good time even though i don't th- i don't personally yeah, have I've... a good time watching it like if everyone else is having a good time then i could kind of like relax yeah yeah nice yeah we saw one of the first movies we ever saw in a theater together was Split. Oh. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember that at all. I remember that movie, but I didn't remember. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah, that was a fun time. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that's when you learned my really like severe yeah, policy really on cell phones. phones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, yeah, no. Not that's because funny. I messed up. Just no. because they were explained. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, you're you're a wonderful moviegoer. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay, so getting back to Sinister, we know that the stakes are pretty high for Ethan Hawke in this because, um, I mean, just beyond the horror stuff that's going on, his wife basically says that she'll, like, leave him if uh, he goes off the deep end or, like, the book fails and he, like, flips out, you know? Yeah. Um, and everyone's talking about this book that he wrote 10 years ago called Kentucky Blood. Yeah, Kentucky Blood. I love that name. It's <laughs> yeah. so funny. And he's always watching, like, old videos of him. When he's not watching mm-hmm. s- scary movies, he's watching doing something scarier, which is watching old videos <laughs> of himself being interviewed on, like, talk shows and stuff mm-hmm. about uh, about Kentucky Blood. Yeah. Can and I- then even his kid is like, are you going to write a good book again? <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. Cutting. That's a lot of pressure. And then she cuts him. Damn. Spoilers. I'm just kidding. I don't believe in linear time. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like thinking... Sorry, the entire poster for this movie is a spoiler. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, she's carrying the, yeah. the axe. It's or the end of the movie. Yeah, yeah it literally is. Yeah. Room covered in blood. That's it's so me. true. Um, yeah. Can I say my most Ethan Hawke line of the movie? Because you, I would love more. Because you mentioned that scene where he's watching the old footage of himself and young Ethan Hawke in that video. He says. I'd rather cut my own hands off than write a book for fame or money. I wrote down the same line. As my nice. <laughs> I love nice. it. Yeah. Um, I did write one more down later when he says, uh, I think he's having a fight with his wife and he says, don't you understand that writing is what gives my life meaning? And it's like, Ooh. what a shitty thing to say to your wife, the <laughs> mother of your children. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was my other most Ethan Hawke line. Did you have any? I, I just wrote nobody likes my fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ethan, we love you. Come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about all the different murders that happened. Maybe that yes, he watches on the films. Yes. Um, Jonathan, would you like to? So the first one is the I think the scariest one, which is the family hanging from the tree. Mm-hmm. And so basically, you see. It's like the branch, one of the branches of the tree falls down and that's what pulls them up off the ground. Mm-hmm. So you don't so you don't see how they actually, who's actually doing it until a little later, but you see the branch fall down and, the, and then the families get like pulled up. And then he's like, where's the daughter? And he says, where's Stephanie? Yeah. Her name is Stephanie. Yeah, so this is the main crime that he's trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. So this is the first one and this is the house where it happens. Um, and we learn that pretty much right away because uh, the police chief is like, this is poor taste and he's pointing at the house um, and they're talking about the murder. So it's like pretty obvious, like right away, like, oh, he moved into the house where this happened. Yeah. And then his wife says to him, like almost immediately after she's like, we didn't move two doors down to the house where it happened. Right. And he's like, no, we didn't. It's like, oh, Jesus. Um, what a dickwad. <laughs> so that's the first one the second one i think is the car Mm -hmm. so you see so it it always starts off with like idyllic scenes of like family life and then you see them getting murdered Mm -hmm. uh so the second one is like they're um 
they're like by a, a a lake basically yeah like having a barbecue yeah, or something yeah and then you see their car and it's like all wrapped up with chains and then like the they're all tied up in the car and then the car gets lit on fire um and then we have the oh the the one where they're just like in the beds and they get their throats slit yeah yeah that one i don't know if it was maybe just like dark but that one was kind of hard for me to see I don't know if that was just me, but it took me like a while to figure out what was going on in that one. It's because I don't think they had a rating for um, like actual violence, so a lot of it you see put away. But oh. that one's so direct, directly blood and gore, so most of it you see in glasses reflection. Mm-hmm. Was this was this movie PG thirteen? I don't know, hmm. but I feel like that must, that's the only reason I could think of. Oh, I found my phone. It was right next to me. No, I don't know that it. Yeah, because he's. You see him slit the throats, and the blood comes out. I don't know if that's really PG thirteen. Yeah, but you only see it in the reflection, and you don't see it very clearly. Mm, maybe. I think that's why that whole scene is hard to see because the other ones are like obviously people dying, but not as like Yeah. And then the last one is the lawnmower. Right. Mm, yeah, I think so. I don't think there are any other ones. But then oh, the pool, the pool chairs, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one, that one was good. Yeah. That one really just got me it. Yeah, that one. The I thought that one was too, but I think that was kind of a cheap scare because of the sound. Which oh, the lawnmowers, yeah. Yeah. I don't. I still don't really know what was happening with the sound because it wasn't like a lawnmower sound. It was an anything hot sound. Like... Yeah, it was rated mm-hmm. R. Oh, okay. Oh. Well, then yeah, I don't know yeah hmm. weird 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 for strong violence and threat <laughs> oh that's according to common sense media oh yeah common sense media is like christian okay so they say so it says rated r for disturbing violent images and some terror some terror i love the i love the ratings like they always have like funny ways of describing things mm-hmm. like what was there something we watched something recently that was rated like pg for like anxiety or something yeah or something yeah like, yeah. That. <laughs> <laughs> like thematic <laughs> elements yeah thematic like elements yeah, is a classic a one. yeah yeah um yeah so oh okay so the one thing that's that's kind of important is that he's watching all of these on the super eight and that he has you know there's like a projector in there yeah. in the box like all the film came in um but he he accidentally burns one of them because he leaves the light on it too long because he pauses on one spot and um and then it like burns the film and so he starts after that he starts filming it on like a camcorder yeah um and and then he starts like taking those files and then putting them on his laptop and so then he has all of these files on his he's these cursed movies on his laptop now like a dummy Yeah, everyone knows you keep cursed files on a flash drive or a CD. <laughs> Something you can destroy. But never just directly on the hard drive. That's right. Because <laughs> then you'll have to go and pay like $1,000 to get it replaced at Apple. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's the real horror. <laughs> the real lesson of this movie. Yeah. Yeah. There's another... There's a whole other sequence where he goes to the attic again because he's like sleeping... Yeah, he goes uh, a few times. Yeah. So he's like sleeping in bed with his wife and he starts hearing noises from the attic. And um, when he gets up there, there's uh, a snake 
in it that's in a box lid and then he grabs the box lid and has all these spooky kids drawings of like each of the murders yeah with like stick figures yeah, and yeah, illustrations yeah. illustrations of the murders and like all the names of the people and it's all like mom dad and then the mr names. boogie and then mr oh, boogie is there yeah. and then he goes back and looks at the the movies and he sees mr boogie this i thought was pretty i thought this was pretty cool and spooky mm-hmm. when he goes and sees the when he sees his face in different places like he sees him in the bush yeah and then he sees that, him like in the pool that's pretty spooky yeah that was, yeah, very that was just him, like holding the picture and then lowering it and he's like outside in the bushes mm-hmm. was in every single trailer for this movie <laughs> it's like what i think of as soon as i think of this movie that scares me so much because spooky image and then it's real i hate it <laughs> yeah and then there's the one where he moves the one where Oh yeah, that one was yeah. He, so he has his computer oh, open, yeah, 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 and then he has like the because he you know like you said he's been like recording it to his laptop, mm-hmm. um, and then he's like looking at something else. He's looking at like a piece of paper, and then like he's zoomed in on it, and then his head turns toward him. It's like oh shit. Yeah, I really hated that a lot. <laughs> yeah, that was good. And it lasts for so long. Yeah. Yeah. That's like the kind of thing I don't know. That feels like really like charmed to me. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, like totally. the kind of thing that would happen in that show all the time. Did you ever watch Charmed? No. So basically, like they're you know three witches that are sisters, and there's always like the special effects in that show were kind of of the time. I would say mm-hmm. like early two thousands. Um, I think it ran from like ninety nine to two thousand seven or something. Um, but yeah, there was always like they tried to like. I mean, there are only so many things you could do with magic and demons before you kind of, like, run out. So there were always, like, demons somehow incorporated into normal life things like TV or paintings. And so, like, uh, you know, you'd see, like, things moving. And, you know, anyway, it reminded me a lot of that. That's fun. (laughs) It's like Harry Potter, the talking painting. It's not like like Harry Potter. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. It's different. There are witches, though. Oh, man, I love Charmed. Maybe that's what I'll rewatch while we're inside. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm watching Big Love right now. Have you ever seen Big Love? No, I think it's not a couple episodes when it was on. But... Yeah, I think I watched the first season when I was like in high school or something, and um, I never finished it. So we're watching the first season right now. I'm, I'm watching it, but I'm like making everyone else here watch it with me. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's just more like whenever whenever anyone is watching something. We're all watching it. Everyone's I'm, I'm, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I feel like some people just, like, are good at just doing their own thing. But anytime someone's just watching something. Like, I've watched, like, most of the shows that I've watched the most of as a kid were because someone else was watching it. Mm-hmm. So that's my relationship with TV. Yeah, that's how you watched, <laughs> uh, you know, five episodes of Euphoria. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah Most of Desperate Housewives. <gasps> you should, you should, you should. It's yeah. so good. And then you could do the Euphoria makeup and then teach me you how to do it. Do it. <laughs> I know, but you know. <laughs> but I can do it with Yeah, exactly. Um But yeah, so okay, so then he's up in the attic and then uh the is this I don't know, he does go up to the attic a couple times. I think the first time um he uh, is just when he sees the box lid and then he ends up talking to this cop who i thought was yeah like, the reason this happens is because he falls through his ceiling right right right. and then he has to and then like the doctor comes and police officer comes yeah i think also. like an emt 
yeah. comes and like sets his leg and then he's like you should really go to the er and get stitches and he's like no i'm not going to do that because he's unhinged he's the protagonist yeah. of a horror film wow. he's you know um yeah. and so then the deputy cop stays around and he's you know like a big fan of ethan Hawke's work and he wants to get assigned or if, sorry of ellison whatever his name what's his last name i don't know uh, something like ethan Hawke. i don't remember <laughs> um but it's something kind of weird in yeah, I can't remember. Oh yeah, like Oswald. Yeah, Ellison yeah, yeah, yeah. Oswald. Not Oswald. Oswald. No, oh, Oswald. Oswald. Yeah. Yeah, with a T. Yeah. yeah that's weird. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he. He wants a signed copy, and then this is how Ethan Hawke starts to like use him as a source yeah. for information, like you know access. But he basically to... asks for it. Yeah. Like, he literally asks for it. He says like, "Oh, He's like, I can be your in your uh, acknowledgments, you know." Yeah. yeah officer yeah. so and so. Yeah. Officer yeah. 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 I I liked I liked their interactions. I thought they were kind of fun. I did too, but I think okay, like no offense to this man, but I don't think he's the greatest <laughs> actor of all time. No. And because of that, though, I thought maybe he was like actually a good actor and there was something suspicious about the character. <laughs> but then by the end, I realized there was nothing suspicious about the character and he's just not a great actor. <laughs> um, but, you know, I thought he was fun, you know, like he would just wanted to be involved because he liked his books. Yeah, but I thought the acting fit in with his character. He's kind of like weird and mm-hmm. offbeat. So I was fine with it. Yeah. I didn't really have a problem with it. Um and I thought his interactions with the police chief were interesting too. His interactions with his family weren't, I don't think, as good, but especially his wife. I don't know. Yeah. they So they kept getting into these fights that were just like so poorly written. Yeah. Because the thing is, yeah. like, I understand her being upset, sure, but the way that, like, all of the lines she had didn't actually make sense. Yeah. You know, she because. She just come out of the gate yelling at him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then there was, like, a lot of stuff where she'd kind of go back and forth. Like, you know, I'm here with you, you know. But then also yeah. she was, like... Yeah, she was poorly written, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was just poorly written. There was something really specific that bothered me, though, that I can't... I think the interactions with the kids in the same way were pretty poorly written. Like, it was really unclear how much the kids knew about what their dad was doing and how much the mom wanted to keep from them. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes they would say creepy things to say them because they're kids. And other times she was like, no, don't let them see in your office. Yeah. Yeah. But they know what's going on. They seem to have a better idea than she did. The kids. Yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah. I think because the gossip at school, which is the other thing. It's like, I don't know how much. I mean, clearly he had this one really successful book. Yeah. But I don't know how much, like that gossip there would be surrounding this writer who moved into town that had one successful book 10 years ago you know what i mean like i think it was a small enough town honestly like they would talk about anyone new and if he was a writer then they had have something to talk about but just like what the kids in the school really have like a concept of you know of all that stuff enough to like you know uh tease and like harass and like inform the kids about yeah. what it would it, it is weird to imagine a you know fifth grader running up and be like you know this pulitzer shortlisted bug <laughs> your dad sucks yeah exactly yeah, i was thinking they were gonna explain more of like bad things that happened after Kentucky Blood, like other times that we had botched cases or gotten the police too involved or gotten his family too involved mm-hmm. i think it was just Kentucky Blood. yeah 
Yeah, they allude. They allude to to, to the, the officer talks yeah. about the the police chief talks about it. He says like he basically accuses him of like sort of like botching his his book leading to like the case getting botched or something like that um and something bad happening with like a missing girl or something mm-hmm. the, the, that happens like right in the beginning yeah yeah, yeah. so he has like sort of some baggage mm-hmm. yeah um and he's been drinking he has been drinking quite a bit there's another conversation with the deputy where he's like listen like i i where the ws like do you believe in the supernatural you know because yeah, 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 Ethan yeah, Hawk's yeah. asking kind of kg he's asking like you know did was there anything weird reported about this house and the deputy knows right away what he means yeah but he's like no nothing like that was reported listen like no judgment but you seem to always be drinking (laughs) are you sure you're okay and like and then he also says which is totally reasonable he's like listen you know i don't believe in this stuff but also if i slept a night in this house i'm sure i would be as messed up as you because yeah no he says he does believe oh he in does it. believe in it yeah. yeah but he says that either even if he didn't he right. would, he wouldn't sleep in this house no matter what yeah because yeah. it's yeah because he asks him he says like because the, the the deputy's like oh do you believe in like the supernatural and he's like no of course not do you and he's like yeah of course i do <laughs> yeah um yeah. Oh, and then at this point, Deputy So and So refers him to the occult expert <laughs> from the local yes. university. Oh, I missed that he's who recommended him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very funny. Yeah. And um, <laughs> when we see him, we see that it's Vincent D'Onofrio, our old friend. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. Um, this is on this on this uh journey we've been on so far is yeah. this like the third or fourth thing we've seen him in yeah vincent offer has been in like fourth because he was in things. um that one velocity of gary yeah velocity of gary and the brothers the and then he was in the newton boys, newton boys. I and then the <laughs> and then he was in um oh one scene in brooklyn's finest then he was in staten island yeah and then the fifth one this is the fifth one wow. he's in sinister yeah yeah I, they're just friends and they like you they know. love each That's other so- you know but it was but it was very amusing for us to see like oh uh, like because it's not it's not an accident like Ethan yeah. Hawke was probably like oh I, you know my buddy vincent <laughs> he'd be great for this you know so. that was good well, thank you yeah i feel like it was all in the gesticulation but that'll be no I'll you kind of get like audience. down down here though mm-hmm. i i'm gesturing to the bottom of my throat that's that's where you got to get that's for where Ethan you find Ethan Hawk, yeah. yeah that's where you find him that sounded really sexual. <laughs> <laughs> you find him at the bottom of your throat. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Yeah, Vincent D'Onofrio is pretty fun, and he tells us about. Um, Bagul. Yeah, Bagul. Yeah, this is so silly, but it's fine anyway. He's the eater of children, <laughs> and in this point in my notes, I wrote, "No, thank you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, uh, apparently like the old, uh, old Christian belief about the ghoul was that he, um, could live on in like the images that he's been captured yeah. in. So, yeah. you know, back then it meant drawings, but now of course we have all this fucking video footage of him and he's living inside of it. Yeah. No, and it was fun you. to see like a, 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 a video chat 
and like a, a movie you know yeah because that's like what we've all been doing oh, all that's the time so now. true yeah, yeah. like on a little zoom call you yeah. know <laughs> i love that zoom life yeah yeah so it was definitely like it Skype was, or something. no i think it was like facetime it was a early facetime because it was oh, really? they were both on they were on the like the messaging uh the apple messaging system oh, from 2012 okay. cool cool which was my last laptop rest in peace would have been from that time um yeah in any case i think it probably predates zoom yes uh yeah what'd you what was that um oh yeah i don't have a lot of notes left because i think i just got like really spooked up yeah Yeah, i think i have a lot of notes at the beginning yeah and then it was just a lot of ethan hawk walking around a dark house and literally my (laughs) last note okay so my notes go uh the face on screen moved okay so we, we have that one and yeah then, that's like well in the middle of the movie yeah and then we have hand washing i took note of that as well because he goes outside okay so th- this this was another one of the scary scenes where he's he's like holding up the face or the picture that right. he saw to the window to where it would be like in location in regards to like where he's standing mm-hmm. and he looks out and he sees the face out there but it turns out that it's just this kid who's like yeah, having, having another night terror. Yeah. And then he goes outside and then like a dog is like coming towards him. Yeah. And then the kids are behind him, the ghost kids. Yeah. And then the dog runs away. Mm-hmm. And then there was also, I mean, I think was there something about the, I can't remember from something that Vincent D'Onofrio said about animals being involved because first he sees the scorpion and then he sees the snake and then he sees the dog. And that's like. Maybe. I don't know he kind of like crams a lot of like the the mythology into yeah. like a couple of scenes yeah which is like it's it feels very kind of like you know we're doing exposition now but like mm-hmm. it was fun anyway it was yeah, just fun to see Vincent Vincent Nofrio, Nofrio, yeah, yeah. just being just being himself i could tell if the dog was really part of that movie because i think the dog was just scared of the ghost yeah, yeah 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 that's true yeah yeah and he like picks up the bat and then goes inside, right? And then that's when I took the note hand washing. He goes inside and washes his hands. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> good and then this, the, my next note the of. Flashlight. Sorry? He only grabs the flashlight when he goes back outside. Yeah, he doesn't grab the bat. Yeah, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. And yeah. then I have In Cold Blood. He references In Cold Blood by Trinity right. Capote. Yeah, this could be my In Cold Blood. Cold Blood. <laughs> and then Lawnmower. And then Vincent D'Onofrio, and then Ghost Kids, and my last, literally my last note is uh, Ethan Hawke surprisingly jacked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't realize that. I was like, oh wow, okay. Amazing. Now that I'm now, now that I'm on this journey to get jacked in, in isolation. Oh yeah. Yeah. And now that Ethan Hawke is, you're finding Ethan Hawke deep in your throat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Um, yeah the rest of my notes so i have i think a couple things happen but then he burns all of the film in the backyard and he's like frantically like we have to leave we have to leave get the kids you know so then they get all they get the kids and like leave all their stuff and they're just like zooming out of town and they get pulled over by the sheriff the one who uh, doesn't like him in the first place and then um he's like i'm doing what you said i'm getting the heck out of here and so then he doesn't give him a ticket for speeding um, and then they go to the other house, and their other house is gigantic. It's like, so insane, yeah. Like, so he's doing fine. Let's just... Yeah, yeah exactly. He doesn't have to write another book. He's fine. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, he did say that the mortgage on that house was like a lot. And so. But it's huge. Well, yeah, I know. So they should move to a smaller house in their same neighborhood. They shouldn't move into a murder house across the country. Um, But yeah. And so then they're at this new house and they're getting settled back in. And then he goes up to the attic again like a fucking dumbass. And (laughs) there are the films again. Yeah. Um, Amazing. And then there's an envelope in there that's uh, labeled extended cut endings, which I thought was really funny. It's like, yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. watching a movie. Listen, we know what's going on. You know what's going on. This is a movie. So we're going to make like a little movie joke here. Yeah. Mr. Boogie eats children and he loves movies. Yeah. Release <laughs> the Mr. Boogie cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. And so then he watches them and then he gets to see the endings where all the kids are like, shushing at the camera and yeah. it's like spooky that was fun playing with bodies a plus plus yeah that was good yeah i liked the one um i thought the the kind of maybe the spookiest one was the the kid that burned his family like when he walks yeah. up in front that was spooky yeah. didn't like that i wrote you with that yeah with many w's <laughs> Yeah, and then I don't know why there was something kind of funny about the kid that drowned his family. Like, the- <laughs> <laughs> like just that kid actor. There, he just did something yeah. funny. I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like when you, see- I think the reason it wasn't scary for me is because like, I just saw them. And was like, oh, these kids are probably having so much fun with this. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, it, it was yeah. hard for me to like be scared by it because it's just like these kids like put on makeup and then jump around and then like or yeah. make scary faces and it's like, oh, this is fun. Mm-hmm um but yeah and so then he realizes he's kind of like stumbling and he realizes that he's been poisoned uh and then he turns and uh he passes out and then the daughter is there and she's been possessed by mr boogie and she kills the entire fam oh and then what is what is the movie called oh i can't remember it's called like paintings. Oh, oh painting houses. Painting houses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. that's like um. Oh, uh, the, Irishman. the Irishman. Yeah. They hate. They paint houses. Yeah. Or whatever. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. She, she says, says something don't really. Worry, Daddy. Yeah. Sorry. She says, "Don't worry, Daddy. I'll make you famous again." Yeah, I thought that was Ew. really good. Yeah. That was funny. again cutting. Yeah. Cutting just great mm-hmm. i love that um and then yeah mr boogie shows up behind her and carries her into the film yeah i didn't like that like i don't think mr boogie's that scary but i don't like a demon man picking up a child <laughs> oh i was totally fine with that because it was such like a clear wide shot of just mm-hmm. like a guy wearing makeup <laughs> her up. i thought he was way scarier when you could only see like yeah yeah for sure mm-hmm. and that's when you see that like deep cut shirt that he's wearing yeah 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 very silly yeah well and just the longest hallway blood scene so long yeah um i so i pulled up some reviews of this movie mm-hmm. let's hear them um so the new york times review this is maybe like the shortest new york times movie review i've ever seen it's only two paragraphs oh wow yeah because usually they're like s they're like yeah, full yeah, yeah. on yeah. you know but this one is basically just like uh you know ethan Hawke is good but it's not written very well yes yeah. that's, that's pretty much the breakdown of this movie um 
Yeah, she says it's uh, by Manola Dargis. And she says Ethan Hawke plays a true crime author who, when this creepy horror flick opens, is moving his family into a house where another family was slaughtered. Um, and then later she says a twitchy Mr. Hawk builds a persuasive portrait of desperation with little help from the script. And despite playing a character who makes so many mistakes, he might as well be on a suicide mission. So, yeah. That's really fair. Yeah. Um, and Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars because he's decided he loves all Ethan Hawk movies now. Um, he, uh... He, he's, like, very positive about this movie. It was a lot better than I remembered. I think I had totally dismissed this movie as just being, like, horror trash. Uh-huh. But I do think that Ethan Hawke and the truth, I, like, completely forgot about the true element. I think that helps it, and I would watch it again. I think it's, it's all right. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I just liked how he ended this review. He said, yes, the ending is horrifying, but I don't believe in that stuff. I'm pretty sure I don't. Oh, that was funny. Fun nice. twist, Roger Ebert. I the other thing I liked the thing that I liked the the sort of reveal in this movie is when the cop calls him and tells him right he's he moves back to his house yeah and the cop's been trying to get in touch with him like for the, the entire day or whatever he's called him like a bunch of times and he like tells him pretty much right before Ethan Hawke gets murdered like you're gonna get murdered he tells him that the um every family. Well, they lived in the. What what was it exactly that they had lived they in the lived same? They lived in the house where the where a murder had happened and mm-hmm. then moved. And when they moved, they only lived in their new house for a short period of time before they moved house. Right. That's pretty convoluted. I think some of the those rules kind of make it fall apart for me. Yeah, it's a little too much. Like it could have yeah. just been easier than that. Yeah, but yeah. I do like that that kind of ties into earlier when Officer So and So tells him. Um, the family before the family house. Mm-hmm. They have that house when it wasn't Yeah. Oh, um, I was just looking at the trivia and just about the rating. It says that they were hoping to get a PG thirteen rating, but they still got an R rating based on content. Yeah. So that's why there's not a lot of the that blood makes and sense. stuff. Mm-hmm. Because they were trying to go for lower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Sorry, the family that was hanged on a tree were all played by stuntmen. However, when the scene was first done, the stunt coordinator botched the preparations for the scene, resulting in the actors being legitimately hanged and choked. Fortunately, they survived, and the coordinator was fired soon after. That happens so often when there's a hanging scene in a movie. Oh, I hate that a lot. Yeah, me too. Wow. Um, wow, there's a lot of really fun trivia on IMDb. Let me see. Um, according to co-writer C. Robert Cargill, Bagul, Mr. Boogie, was originally intended to look more like Willy Wonka, the version played yeah. by Johnny Depp. After going they to this... Found, huh? found, like, essentially a creepypasta of this, like, ghost thing called Natalie. Mm-hmm. And then they combined that. They, like, bought the rights to that and combined it with Death Interesting. Yeah. But I think he was supposed to initially be more of like a like charismatic ghost presence that was around more. Mm-hmm. And they kind of got stuck between making him more a part of the movie and serious and spooky that way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, Jonathan, do you have something you'd like to share with us? Sure. 
It's time for a hawk fact. Well, I cannot wait. Kaylee, you know what you have to do? <laughs> nice. Spooky. Spooky. Okay. I can't wait for this. So, I wanted to find the spookiest hawk fact I could. <gasps> and so there's, you know, the whole, the whole, we, we find, the reason, the way we find out about Mr. Boogie is through Vincent D'Onofrio and it's this ancient, like, myth, basically, that originated from, like, Mesopotamia. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was looking into some, some myths about evil hawks. Mm-hmm. There's one, um, this mythical creature uh, called the Pukai, P-O-U-K-A-I. It's part of Maori mythology. Mm. Um, and it was this uh, giant bird with um, talons. The The bird had claws as big as a tiger's. And it was able to... Well, the myth was that it would kill... Like, it kill people and kill children and things like that. Um, and so it was like a type of it was this evil bird basically and it turns out that it was a real that the bird they were talking about was very likely a real creature um it was called the uh hast's eagle um so it's part of the same family as hawks it's an eagle but mm-hmm. you know, it's a bird forever. uh <laughs> <laughs> and um it was it, it it it's large enough and vicious enough to be able to kill uh, a small child. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's. Uh, let's see if I can find the spookiest quote here. The science supports. So this is a quote from uh, Paul Schofield. He's a researcher. Um, about this in this in Smithsonian Magazine. He says, The science supports Maori mythology of the legendary Pukaki, a large bird that could swoop down on people in the mountains and was capable of killing a small child. They had the ability to not only strike with their talons, but to close the talons and put them through quite solid objects, such as a pelvis. It was designed as a killing machine. Spooky. Spooky. Very spooky. So we've got myths. We've got child killings mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i think you did great and birds yeah, we've got great. it all that's a great hot fact thank you jonathan yeah okay okay well do we have any more thoughts about sinister or ethan hawk or horror or anything no no cool cool <laughs> yeah, cool, cool. So. all right well um i will never be watching this movie again <laughs> uh but i thought it was all right <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I had fun with it. Yeah. It was in my head. yeah. We say that again. I just thought it was a lot better than I remember it or think of it as. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I I thought it was, I thought there were like it did it did definitely have some writing problems and it fell into yeah. some sort of tropey territory. But there was a lot of kind of like fun, interesting stuff that was going on. Yeah. Um, and like the, the, the films, season. the films themselves, and like the the reveal that everyone lived in the house before and all that stuff um so yeah yeah so i enjoyed it cool 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 um tight 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 (laughs) well i've been harper and you can find me on the internet at harping about on you know instagram twitter whatever 
um, Letterboxd. And something I've been enjoying uh, outside of Ethan Hawke is, I'm going to say Euphoria because I didn't actually say that on the show last week um, because I finished it this week. And uh, I just really loved it a lot. And I thought the finale was really incredible. There's just like one of like the most just like visually and like emotionally interesting sequences I've ever seen on television in the finale. So, yeah, it was just really incredible to look at and to um, take in. So, yeah, Euphoria. Everyone go watch Euphoria. Nice. All right. Uh, I'm Jonathan. You can find me on Instagram and Letterboxd at John's Avaletta. Uh, I think I've been enjoying, I've only heard them once so far, but Frank Ocean has two new songs out, including one where he sings in Espanol. Ooh. So that's fun. Um, so yeah. Nice. We love Frank. Um, Kaylee, uh, where can the people find you? What have you been enjoying? And do you have anything else you'd like to plug? Uh, you can find me at Tunes on Instagram, or you can follow my brand at let's.org on Instagram, and that would be cool. Um, and I watched The Hunt recently, which I've been waiting for for like a year and a half. It's finally out on streaming, and it was totally different than what I expected at all, and I think that I'm going to see it. Nice. Yeah, it was cool. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, everyone should go check out uh, uh, Let's Gorge, Gorge Us, on the yeah, internet. The, it's called Gorge Us. The handle is let's Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Nice. Cool. Very cool. Alrighty. Well, Kaylee, stick around so we could take a selfie with you. Um, and uh, everyone, good night. Thanks for listening. We love you. Good night. Stay safe.